Are you seeing your prayers move mountains? Over the course of my life, God has been teaching me how to pray, what to pray, and some of the most crucial elements of prayer that have radically changed my life forever. This is Evangelist Caleb Wampler, and I've decided to put together this into a seven-day free devotional in the hopes that Christians worldwide will see the breakthroughs as I have. To download this free devotional, go to kingdomencounters.us slash free. Again, kingdomencounters.us slash free. This is Stephen Strang today on the Strang Report podcast. We're going to talk about something a little different, and it's the crisis that's going on in America right now. Since the Biden administration's FBI raided the home of his predecessor, Donald J. Trump. We don't know all the details. In fact, the administration has said almost nothing. Yet in American history, this has never happened before. This is not something that I often talk about. I did in my book, God Trump in the 2020 Election, since Biden was sworn in, I have shifted gears and have been more focused on cancel culture and other things having to do more with spiritual issues. But to me, this is a spiritual issue because of the spiritual warfare, the satanic activity, the lying, the vileness that's going on. I'm sharing my heart today, so stay tuned with what I have to say. Welcome to the Strang Report with Stephen Strang, the founder of Charisma. This podcast is to encourage you to experience the power of the Holy Spirit and to discuss spiritual issues facing the church, our nation, and the world. Welcome back. You know, I was a big supporter of Donald Trump. I've written several books about him. I finally decided I had done my Trump thing. My book, God and Donald Trump, was the story, the untold story, of how I believed that God raised him up. And I had the opportunity in lots of settings, mostly media interviews, to defend him because he didn't really fit our idea of a quote-unquote evangelical candidate, although who does? Yet we have these funny little stereotypes, and because Donald Trump was rough and tumble, and since he was, as Lance Wallnau liked to say, God's wrecking ball, a lot of good Christian people rejected him. But you know what? Those who are led by the Spirit of God, who understand God's plans and purposes, recognized something in this man, because I believe that in the early 2000s, something happened with him. You know, he was raised as a Presbyterian. I go into this in God and Donald Trump. But, you know, he was in New York real estate. And in New York, you got to be tough, tough, and tougher. And to be in real estate, you got to be even 20 times tougher than normal. But, you know, something happened, and he became concerned about what was happening in America. He had a relationship, a spiritual relationship, with a lady he called Pastor Paula, Paula White Kane, who I know well. And knew back in the 90s and the early 2000s when she had a TV ministry, and she got a phone call one day that this viewer from West Palm Beach had called her office and wanted to talk to her. And the story has been written many places, and it's not the purpose of this podcast, but I believe that he was sensitive to the Lord 
you can go on YouTube and see Christian leaders, mostly charismatics, praying for him by laying on hands and hands raised and different ones uh, kind of prophesying. When I first saw this, I was amazed because, you know, I've actually been around several presidents. I've interviewed four presidents, including Donald Trump, and I've been in settings where they talked about the Lord, but people didn't even pray, let alone lay hands on the president or the candidate for president and pray for him. But Donald Trump seemed to like it. He seemed to like the anointing. And at some of his rallies, I had uh, pastor friends, especially when they were trying to rally Christian people who would rallies would have the aspect of a church service sometimes in the sense that there would be some enthusiastic prayer time or or people declaring the word of the Lord and the kinds of things that we are used to in the charismatic community that are unusual in more conservative denominations with more rituals, the Presbyterian church being the one that Donald Trump grew up in. And now with all this wokeness, a lot of churches going woke with all this nastiness on the other side with the Democratic Party. And I used to be a Democrat. I was a Democrat for many years when I was younger. But it has become almost an arm of the Socialist Party somehow. And now we have the Democrats who kind of control the deep state in Washington, D.C., using all the levers of government to do their bidding, and not only that, but to punish their enemies. And I have just been appalled at the coverage the last couple of days since Mar-a-Lago was raided by the FBI. You know, apparently they were looking for some documents that needed to go to the archivist. And from what the news media says, Donald Trump was cooperating And, you know, there have been others who have taken documents that they later had to turn in, and they either got them by a subpoena or some other way. People were not raided with guns bared, but yet they've done this to Donald Trump. He's been under attack. He's been under attack since the day he came down the escalator announcing that he'd run for president. They have done everything They can to discredit this man, including the joke, the hoax, the Russian collusion. It was during this period that Hillary Clinton destroyed 30-some thousand emails that you know were incriminating or she wouldn't have done it. And if you or I had destroyed one email that was subpoenaed by a court of law, we would be in serious trouble, yet nothing happened. There's all kinds of people high up in the DOJ and the FBI. Clapper, some of those people come to mind. I don't have the notes right in front of me, but, you know, they've been accused of obstruction of justice and a whole lot of other things. The FBI never came for those people, but when people like Roger Stone, who were friends of the president, he was raided in the early morning hours Cameras were alerted. He was paraded out in handcuffs to humiliate him. I have known of Roger Stone. I read his book, The Making of the President, 
2016. I thought it was a very interesting book. I know he's been controversial. I really think the charges against him were trumped up. Uh, thankfully, the president gave him a pardon. He seems to have had a real experience with the Lord Jesus since then. And this often happens when people go through enormous emotional things like this. And of course, there's all kinds of people that make fun of him and say jailhouse religion or some such thing. But I did a podcast with him on the Strang Report. You could look it up. You could Google it. And I'll tell you, he came across very sincerely. And if somebody says that they're a follower of Jesus, I want to take their word for it. And of course, we look for the fruit. And I believe there's been fruit in his life, but that's a discussion for another day. Here we are needing to stand up for Donald Trump. They're trying to destroy him. And it isn't them just trying to get rid of him before the 2022 midterms or the 2024 election. They're trying to make it so he can't run. But you know what? If they can do this to Donald Trump, and he is so strong, and he has stood up to everything, they can do it to us. And we should all be concerned about that because they'll come for us one by one. In fact, we need to be suspicious of why the IRS has hired all of these thousands of new auditors. They're going to come after us to see if we paid our taxes. And most of us do. I do. I pay my taxes. But you know what? The tax laws are so weird that they can find some little something that you did wrong and we're finding that if you're a conservative or a Republican, they come after you with the full extent of the law. If you're on the other side, you don't even get a slap on the wrist. I mean, look at all the proof about Hunter Biden. I mean, they have things on video. They have him on video. There was collusion between Hunter Biden getting thousands and millions of dollars from Russia and China, our arch enemies. This was when Joe Biden was vice president. He bragged that he was going to cancel a billion dollars in aid if they didn't drop some kind of investigation. I mean, a child could see how blatant this is, and so far, nothing has happened. Now, this raid, it's never happened in American history, ever. You, administration should have been out in front of this. They should have had a press conference, something, told the American people why they did it. They haven't said anything. In fact, if I understood correctly, the press secretary said that they found out about it through social media. Nothing like this. Nothing, 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 nothing of this magnitude should ever happen without the commander-in-chief knowing about it and approving it. And, you know, Donald Trump needs our help now. He needs our support. And it, in just the first day or two after this happened, instead of seeming to squash his chances to be president, it seems to have backfired. There are a lot of people that are outraged, even people like former disgraced New York Governor Cuomo, who did a tweet on how dangerous there is. Thankfully, there are some strong Republicans like Josh Howley, of Missouri who has stood up against it. There are some Republicans that are saying that the Democrats are going to have hell to pay for doing this. And of course, 
time will see if uh, will tell if that's correct. But you know what? We need to stand up for President Trump. He stood up. Those of us who have conservative values, who believe in the Bible, who believe in religious freedom, who are concerned about this totalitarianism, who are concerned about this shift toward communism. Communism is always atheistic. And in our country, I explained this in God Trump in the 2020 election, communism has always played off classes, race, class warfare, they call it. Uh, uh, we don't really have classes in America. We never have. But we do have racial tensions, and there are people who are playing them up. Now, I grew up in the segregated South. I literally went to segregated schools in the state of Florida for five years when I was a child. I had no choice. I was in high school when the schools were integrated. I was an activist in my own way to try to bring racial reconciliation when I was in high school. I remember those days very well. You know, when I was a child, there were certain things that black people couldn't do. You couldn't eat in certain restaurants, stay at certain motels, maybe even sometimes have certain jobs. All of that kind of dis discrimination is gone. Gone. Every law that backed it, which, by the way, were passed by Democrats. Called, they were called Jim Crow laws. The whole South was Democrat because it wasn't the party of Lincoln. I go into this in God, Trump, and the 2020 election. I have a very interesting chapter on the relationship between the black community and the Democratic Party. I could talk about it a lot, but I'm wanting to voice my concern, my support of the president. Uh, I'm going to I, w I was, frankly, trying to take a wait-and-see attitude on how some of these things should, shook out. As a Floridian, I'm a big fan of and supporter of Governor Ron DeSantis. He's doing a great job in the state of Florida. We want him reelected in November, and I believe that he will be. But you know what? This has shifted something in me. And I talked to a major Christian leader, you'd know his name, we were talking off the record, so I won't say his name, but he verbalized something very similar to what I'm saying. He said he's kind of stayed on the sidelines too, but he is going to go 100% to back Donald Trump just because this is such a travesty of justice. And we have to remember that Donald Trump had our back. He didn't need to. He could be like all the other politicians, including the Bushes, who'd say one thing when they ran for election— They'd get our votes, and then they did practically nothing. Donald Trump promised to end Roe v. Wade, and with his Supreme Court nominees, he did. I did a podcast on that as well. He also moved the embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Every president since Bill Clinton had promised to do it. Did they do it? No, but Donald Trump did. Donald Trump was pro-life, as I said. He was a very strong defendant of religious freedom. And when Andrew Brunson, the missionary, the Protestant missionary to Turkey, was interred, he almost made an international incident out of it until Turkey released him. What other president would do that? I've also done podcasts with Andrew Brunson. I've interviewed him for my books. He is a charismatic Christian. He is very, very concerned about what he sees going on in America. All of us need to. Now, this is not about politics. This is what's happening spiritually. 
and those of us who believe in the power of the Holy Spirit need to take our authority in Christ. We have authority over principalities and powers where we're not wrestling against flesh and blood. The Bible says that. This is not against people. This is not against a political party. In my opinion, both political parties are very, very flawed. But when it comes down to voting between two people and two platforms, for me, it's not a hard decision to make. But this is not even about voting in an election. This is about doing what's right and supporting Donald Trump when he supported us. We need to rally people. Too many Christians are passive and quiet and think someone else should do it. But you know what? Each of us, in our own way, can pray, we can intercede, we can take authority over the enemy. It's in the unseen world, it's hard to point to. Sometimes it's hard to really see that anything happens, but it does happen. And God has put us here. Each of us did not ask to be born when we were born. We did not ask to be born in America. A few of those listening chose America, and God bless you. Welcome to America. We are a country of immigrants. But my point is that God put us here at this time, and I want you to join with me, and we're going to intercede. In fact, I'm going to intercede as I wrap up this podcast. I also want to encourage you to check out some of the books I mentioned. You can go to my own website. It's called stevestrangbooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang. And the word books with an S, all written like it's one word. And there's bundles that you can get and different things. Some of my books are half price. I'm not doing this to try to sell books, but it's just part of what I do at Charisma Media. It's part of what I've been doing as a Christian journalist for more than 40 years. And I just appreciate you listening to my podcast. I appreciate you sharing it with people. Uh, Some podcasts really take off, and this one needs to. This one needs to go viral, and other people need to step up too. We need to make this a movement, a movement for righteousness to reclaim our country, and that's more than just voting in some party. I'm ashamed of a lot of the Republicans, but that is also a discussion for another day. So go to my website, share this. Go on social media, post it all over social media. We want to get the word out. And so I'm going to wrap up with prayer. I do this sometimes, not real often. I probably ought to do it more often. But I'm going to take authority. So, Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. Thankful for the authority that we have through your word, through the blood of Jesus. Lord, you have given us authority over the enemy. And the enemy is coming against our nation, is coming against Donald Trump. And Lord, we bind the enemy in the name of Jesus. We bind these principalities and powers. We pray that righteousness will prevail in our nation, that integrity will prevail in our government. We pray that those wrongdoers who seem to almost be out of control will be brought to justice. Lord, I believe that this election was stolen. I know that's unpopular, and I have, that wasn't really the point of this. But I wrote about it in my book. I know it happens. My own mother's vote was stolen. I know that, and I can believe that it happened in many other ways. And 
But Lord, you can bring justice. You can bring mercy. Lord, some of the prophets have prophesied that you have plans and purposes. Lord, the prophets even prophesied that Donald Trump would be president two terms. And boy, after 2020, it seemed impossible. But Lord, you have your plans and purposes that go way beyond anything that we can understand. But Lord, we intercede. And those who are listening to my voice, who are praying with me, you're not separated by time and space. Even people listening to this at different times over a long period of time. Lord, there are those who will be listening to this long after this has been settled. But I just am doing spiritual warfare the best I can and standing in faith. In faith, Lord, that you are God who hears and answers prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report with Stephen Strang. Stay up to date with the latest episodes by subscribing on your favorite podcast app and at cpnshows.com. Get the latest reports delivered directly to your inbox by subscribing at strangreport.com.